Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part three in our conversation. We hope you enjoy. It seems like there's a, a higher level of sorrow around it because it's something that people, like we were talking about, like people are feeling they have to use or they're being pushed to use or driven to use. And they're living in this, like, I'm probably going to die mindset, which is scary, yeah, man. but it's also one of the, it's a, yeah. because of that, because more and more people are aware that their loved ones who are strapped in addiction are pro- like, they're probably going to die if we don't do something. So there's a, a huge, I guess, push to say like, we need to just keep people alive long enough so we can get them help. Um, and this is where people kind of would get upset. It was like, well, we, people should live with their choices and deal with the consequences. Like it's really hard to help someone see that it's unhealthy if they're dead. So we need like, that's yeah. why the, the rise of it's harm reduction, um, which we used to be like, people would just not want to fund any of it. But Narcan is part of harm reduction. And if it wasn't for Narcan, a, a large majority of the guys in the refuge wouldn't be here. So right. Narcan is saving lives. like those, And like all the other things that we're hearing about, whether it's safe injection sites or uh, clean, needle to, clean needle redistribution sites. So it's just like, how do we keep people alive long enough so they can make the decision on their own because you can't force people into recovery. Like you can't tie somebody right. up and take them to a place. You're going to do this because it's the right thing to do. And that doesn't work. Uh, and it's also, you can't cap kidnap people. That doesn't work either. So there's a level of yeah, helplessness. Yeah, yeah, it, it should. I'm glad it is. That's a good thing. Um, but there's this level of hopelessness that I think has been, been building around this and because of that, that's where the numbing that I was talking about earlier, um, where people are no longer, it's like, it's heartbreaking, but it's becoming hard. It's like, there's a compassion fatigue almost where it's not like we need just, we're just giving up on it, but it's, it's, this problem is becoming so big. It's when people are no longer ignoring it. And so there's more and more people stepping into the world of addiction recovery, um, often well-meaning people and then sometimes not very well-meaning people. Um, especially because the state itself in Ohio identify, this is a huge problem. So we're going to dump a ton of money into it to help people because we don't want people to die. Uh, but whenever there's a ton of money, people change people, people do weird things to make money. And that's a, that is a, it's a, it's a, uh, can be disheartening when you're wanting to do something good and you know that there's people who are taking advantage of someone who's trapped. Yeah, man, it's, it, it is heartbreaking and, and we definitely want to lead to some hope um, at some point in this, but like it, 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 we got to start with the sobering reality. You know, something I've been thinking a lot about Austin is just, it seems like, especially with, with the opioid epidemic brought on by the pharmaceutical companies and now, with fentanyl, which man, have you heard this stat? So I've been told that fentanyl is a hundred times more, you know, potent, if you will, than, than heroin. And it was originally, I, I heard, I don't know if this is true. I heard that it was originally created as a elephant tranquilizer. Is that, have you heard that? I don't know. I know it's a lot more potent than heroin. And so it's heroin, carfentanil, fentanyl, right? Or it might be back, might be flipped, but it's the fact that it's, it's probably going to, it's going to kill you if it's in your system. Like I know that people are looking for it. Yeah. 
um, because of the high, but it is, it is just such a ridiculously dangerous thing. Man, I just, it's overwhelmingly dangerous. And I think that's, what's been sobering the last year. Just, we've seen a lot of deaths and more so in, in, in the shorter span of time, just because, you know, a relapse can be deadly because you're, you're literally, like you said, you're playing Russian roulette. You know, what, what I was going to say was, it's just, I think because of the opioid epidemic, because of now the fentanyl issue, it just seems like we're going to have a generation of children growing up with absent parents due to addiction. And it just, it seems like societally, I mean, there probably needs to be a lot of prayer and, and talk and there probably already is, but nonprofit starting and um, churches and, and, and other social agencies preparing to serve and help these kids. Cause we've got these kids that are going to become teenagers and adults that literally do not have parents because of, because of addiction. Um, which is one of the, I think the byproducts of this that often gets overlooked. Um, I don't know. I'm, you know, it's, it's, there's so much that there's so much kind of pain that, that it's not just the individual, right. But it's the families, it's the kids, it's the communities, it's the, it's the judicial system. Um, it really is impacting all of society at this point. And it just, it begs you to question, you know, yeah, well, what's the world going to look like, you know, in, in 20 years when a lot of these young people are now adults mm -hmm. and you just hope, you hope that, that we can do things to, um, to lead and love and serve these kids so that they don't, so that they don't, um, you know, cause as we know, right, the stats around, you know, not having, um, active parents. I mean, the, 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 the system is overwhelmed with, with child, you know, with, with parentless, with parentless kids. Thanks for listening to this episode of the relational recovery podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part four in our conversation. We'll see you then. Yeah.